Hello, everybody, and welcome again to Nerd of the Third Power, your one-stop shop for all things nerdy and awesome. I'm your host and master of ceremonies, Dr. Gonzo. With me, as always, in this epic quest of awesomeness is our resident anime goddess, the cat. Cat, how you doing? I'm doing just fine. All right. And also with us, as always, in uh, the other co-pilot seat is our resident English person. Who the hell are you, and what are you doing in my studio? Uh, well, I found this really comfy chair, and I thought I'd show you all to you guys. Hi there, I'm Tony. Uh, unfortunately, Skyblaze is not able to make it today, so I'm taking her place. Okay, all right. Well, uh, I wish that, uh, that the secretary had let me know that, uh, so that I could prepare it. So, uh, but yes, welcome to the show, um, and we hope Skyblaze uh, gets well soon. As do I. So, uh, so we got a fun show tonight. We are uh, discussing. Uh, we're, we're doing sort of a, a part two of sorts to our previous Pokemon discussion. Uh, we're discussing Pokemon Go, which, uh, to say it's taken the world by storm, uh, is the understatement of the millennium. I think this thing is just absolutely everywhere. Like I have not seen Pokemon Mania like this since well, since Pokemon was first released. So uh, this is uh, this is kind of kind of nostalgic for me. So, uh, but there is procedure to follow, and we're 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 kind of do we're we're, we're kind of making a slight change to our procedure. We seem to have accidentally uh, created a new segment. Uh, in the last show we did, I posed a question uh, about to the rest of the to the team about you know what's a what's a first world problem that really irritates you that you th- you know is really petty to complain about, but it just drives you up the wall anyway. And I don't recall uh, saying that we were taking write-ins on it, but uh, we got some anyway. So. Uh, we decide we're just going to go ahead and spin this off into uh, the random topic of the week. So uh, let's uh, take a look at some of the responses here we got from the last show. Uh, first one here is from Sam, and uh, it was addressed to Skyblaze. Skyblaze, I agree with you about the de- the designer HDMI cables. The thing that really pisses me off is the people who are way too into their mod ca- their case mods and who believe that that el- their that their custom cases elevate them a- above their fellow gamers. Which uh, okay, yeah, I can I can see that irritating me. But on, on the same hand, you know, if if it's something you've done yourself, a custom mod to your PC case, you know, that's that, that's something I could see somebody I can understand somebody being proud of. Uh, let's see uh, another one here. This one comes from uh, Ray, and he says, "My first world problem is when you get to an intersection, and you have a stop sign, but the guy crossing doesn't, and he stops and to to try and let you through." Well, you seem kind of you seem kind of rude, Ray. What do you What do you guys think? It's it's since I'm going to be here and I didn't get an introduction, I'm going to go first. Oh. Uh, yes, Brian's also here. Hi, I'm Brian. <laughs> I, I I will say this um, because and Tex, Texas has made me a terrible driver. Is that when I see stuff like that, it does. It's not being rude. It does kind of irk you because. I don't, the other person I realize is being nice, but I'm like, you have the right of way. Just go. Just go. I don't need to go. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, this last one here, this one comes from Shirley. And her thing is, she says, my first world problem that really bugs me is when I tell people that I don't drink and they continue to offer me alcohol anyway. And I, I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm totally in Shirley's camp on this one because people, people do that to me too. I'll say that I don't drink alcohol; that you know, I'm, I'm a teetotaler, and they'll just be like, "Oh, well, just come on, try it anyway. You'll like it." And the thing that irritates me about that is that, like, you know, if we were to talk in like cigarettes, like if someone offered me a cigarette and I said, "No, I don't smoke," that would be the end of it. I'd never hear any, any more about it. But if, when it comes to like beer or wine, if someone offers me a drink and I say, you know, no thanks, I don't drink alcohol, they're like, oh, come on, just try it. You know, you'll like it. They keep pushing it on me. 
Well, here's the th- I'm gonna uh, a little adaptation there. Um, I because people don't I think cigarettes might be on the downfall finally, but vaping being on the upswing that it is, I've had many a people try to get me to vape, and I have to explain to them going I I can't have that. I have asthma. Oh, you'll be okay. No, 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 no. I have asthma. Meaning, at some point in time, my lungs just stop working. So filling them up with any sort of smoke or liquid is probably a bad idea. I haven't had anybody try and push vaping on me. Kat, what, what about you? Nobody's tried to push vaping on me, but um, there are certain... I don't know, like, there's certain maybe flavors of it, I guess you could call it flavors, that I have... Um, I. I don't think I'm allergic to it, but it's sort of like cigarettes where I'm highly sensitive to it. So if I smell it, I, um, both with certain flavors of, of vape and with cigarettes, my eyes start to burn and then I start wheezing and then my skin starts to like itch really bad. God, you Um, just, you just turn inside out, don't you? (laughs) Yeah. I don't have a very good reaction and I have coworkers. So this is my, uh, First world problems. I have coworkers who will vape in the lunchroom, but like not just like puff puff, but like puff 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 for like twenty minutes until the room is full of vape. Um, and we got a complaint about it from somebody else, so I didn't have to complain about it, thank God, because um, I would have felt bad. But so now all the vaping goes on outside again, like you're well, supposed to. Well, that and but if they trace it back to for the love you. of God, don't vape around like in small enclosed spaces when if it's not allowed for the love of god it's against the law in places that and if they if they if they trace the complaint back to you suddenly you are the pariah yeah i don't want to be that guy but i'll be that guy if it means i can breathe all right tony what about you since you were here you weren't here last week what is what is a, a petty first world problem that drives you up the wall anyway people who won't get out the way simply just like i'm walking down the street and then there's this lady with a goddamn push chair who just like you are you are directly in the middle of the goddamn path. There is like I have to either turn sideways to get past you, but there is plenty of room for you to move to one goddamn side. Will you please do that with? Yeah, no, that that that's pretty much the one thing that really bugs me. I I, I can walk at a fair pace, and then I'm sort of stuck in a traffic jam of of old people. I can understand they they can't move as well, but when you've got a woman who's got three bawling kids who decide to take up the whole bloody pavement that really gets me yeah and it's like and, and that, that, that's something that's really hard to like you know say something about because like you know there, there there's no way to, to say something about that without coming off as a douche because like you know hey could could you and your kids that you're trying your best to wrangle kind of you know move off you know there, there's really no way to say something about that without coming off as just a complete ass mm. so all right, so now let's move on to this week's random topic, which is a spin, which is something that was suggested last week, and that's nerdy superstitions. Brian uh, mentioned one. Uh, you don't like uh, your dice mingling with other people's dice, am I right? Well, only if that other person's dice is not doing so hot. If that other person's dice is on fire, yeah, then I try to get my other dice over there. It's like chicken. It's like chicken pox. You know, you want your kid to have chicken pox early so he doesn't get it again. That's kind of what happens. <laughs> okay, uh, Tony. As a uh, as a as a rabid Dungeons and Dragons player, uh, I'm sure that you have some stories to tell. Uh, I suppose similar to the the whole thing of mingling dice. Uh, I suppose um, teaching your dice examples. Um, there's there's a friend of ours uh, of mine, Sky Blazers, who has the worst luck ever. Um, <laughs> to to the point where he is actually 
tortured his dice and sort of like like tortured one particularly bad dice and shown it to the rest of us like now you will all get in line or you'll get the same as this one did which <laughs> includes sort of putting it in the oven and having it melt another one which is smashed with a brick oh uh, the, 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 there was but one 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 fight where his character basically dropped dead because of his poor dice rolls but the thing is that the gm had actually put a load of buffs and tweaked his character so that he'd actually survive and it turned out he'd not actually applied any of these buffs so even with the poor dice rolls he should have still been able to survive so he took the these anger out on the dice and it's like did you remember to add these on the end it's like no no i didn't so it wound up with the next session him breaking out of his coffin and our cleric trying to turn dead on him it's like look i'm not dead okay <laughs> i'm not dead i was just taking a particularly lovely nap and I was like, yes, I have naturally low blood pressure. I have no pulse. It's okay. <laughs> it's just, 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 it's just me. All right, Kat, what about you? Uh, nerdy superstitions. I, uh, I don't know that I have a superstition or anything. Um, or or feel... maybe not one that you have, but that you know someone who has. Um, I was going to say, I don't really know of any. Um, but I can tell you that it, it's like a tick more like. That if I buy a figure or a keychain or anything of one character, I have to make sure that I also have um, a figure or a keychain or something else of another character from that same series so that my character doesn't get lonely. So if I buy um, a, a keychain of something from uh, Blue Exorcist, then I have to have another Blue Exorcist character hanging off the same keychain. Like, I, I don't want them to get lonely. It would be sad. Okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> my uh, my nerdy superstition. Uh, I I carry a uh, a a a bloody a Warhammer forty k Blood Angel Space Marine around in my pocket at all times, and it's it's a particular one. Uh, when I played Warhammer forty k, I'll be the first to admit that I was I was not very good. I lost pretty much all pretty much as 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 many times as I won. It was like a fifty fifty coin toss, um, and there were many. Yeah, you know, because I'm a stubborn bastard, I never. You know, there's there's a rule where you play to four turns and whoever's got more units left on the board wins. No, I would play to like the last man. I would like, no, we're doing like the three hundred at Thermopylae here. We're going until everybody's dead. And there were several games in rapid succession where I won by wiping out all of the opposing army, but I only had one guy left on the board, and it was always this one this one model. So I decided that uh, this this one space marine had the emperor's blessing, and from that point forward, I started carrying it around in my pocket to try and get a little bit of that luck. Uh, it hasn't. <laughs> it's debatable whether or not it's actually worked, but you know, it's something that I've done for so long that it's become just a force of habit now. So, but I have, but I have noticed that you know, occasionally, like if the model breaks in my pocket, that things take a sudden turn for the worse. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Maybe not. So, but that's our random topic for the week that we want to hear from you guys about. What is a nerdy superstition that you have or that you know someone uh, who has? So go ahead and write those in to uh, drgonzo at nerdofthethirdpower.com. Same address as our Ask a Geek questions. Uh, which we got a couple of those here as well. So uh, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. And uh, the first one is actually... Uh, related to our uh, discussion, which is, uh, what teams did we pick? So, uh, Kat, let's start with you. What team are you on? Team Mystic. Okay. 
Um, not for any particular reason. It's just that blue is my favorite color. I've never watched or played anything related to Pokemon before, so I have no context for anything. It's just that blue is my favorite color. Okay. Brian, what about you? Team Mystic! Woo! Yes! <laughs> All right, and Tony, I, I I know what team you're on, for we are we are brothers in valor. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, we are. As is Skyblaze. <laughs> no one on this team is is yellow. I, I, no. <laughs> See, no Hufflepuffs here. That when uh, Skyblaze announced that she was getting to Pokemon Go, what team she was going to pick? Because I know that you'd already picked red, and I had this image in my head of her picking a different team, and you guys having like a Romeo and Juliet situation. Two houses, both alike in dignity, in fair canto, where we lay our scene. You're very proud of that joke, like, and like I'm, you, and you, you I'm, glow when you say it. I, and I, I'm I disappointed that, that and I'm disappointed that nobody's laughing at it. Read a fucking book, people. <laughs> you. Uh, I've heard it like three times now. That's how proud you are of it. He's going to get it engraved and bronzed. <laughs> Damn straight I am. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so um, those are the teams we picked. And uh, there's a, a, a second question here, and this one is uh, addressed to uh, Cat and to Skyblaze. Uh, so I guess, Tony, you can answer in, in, in proxy. And that's uh, the, the question that is asked is, you've both said that you haven't been interested in Pokemon before. Do you think Pokemon Go might get you interested in playing the actual cartridge games? So, uh, Kat, let's start with you. Generally, no. Um, the reason why I started playing Pokemon Go is because every single person that I know will play it. Um, and I just don't want to be left out. That sounds like such a such a lame way or such a lame reason to go about it but it really is like all of my friends are gonna play it it's gonna consume their lives it's free and i already have a phone that'll play it so i might as well just play it see what it's all about and if i don't like it i can always quit um except that it's really fun and addicting um i don't think i could ever really play any of the other games though because that would involve a monetary investment on my part i haven't had a um a handheld gaming system since the OG Game Boy. So I would I would have to go out and buy a handheld gaming system, buy a game, and invest time that I don't really have into it. So probably not. It's not going to get me to watch the show or play games or anything like that. Like, this will be the one thing that I get fixated on. It's sort of like how there's a, a, a mobile Sims game, and it hasn't inspired me in my year exactly of playing to go out and buy a sims game for my computer i play it because it's convenient so if anyone out there would like to send cat a 3ds and pokemon sun or moon for a belated birthday present shoot me an email we'll work out the details <laughs> that came off really creepy yeah that was awfully creepy <laughs> that was the point <laughs> all right so tony you you, you think you're going to be able to to try and uh, con skyblaze into getting into a uh, into sun or moon Oh, I've got to try. I really am really going to try. Uh, try to get her into one of the, the, the older ones. Uh, I think it might have been Leaf Green for the advance. But she, she wasn't really into the, the whole sort of... You're sort of walking through a field. Suddenly you get attacked and it's like you can't really get out of it. Whereas with, with Pokemon Go, it's like you, you can walk down the street and it's like, uh, it's a Pidgey. I've already got ten of the damn things. Don't need another one. Just walk on by. There's, there's, there's no sort of commitment that you have to fight it, that you have to... F- Ask about running away from it. You just walk straight by. So I think she's quite happy with that sort of low commitment type thing with the Pokemon on that one. I actually find some of them quite cute and always ask me, like, which one's that one? What's that one? What's this one? 
Okay, but you so but you, you think you might try again uh, in in October when uh, the new ones come out? Oh, absolutely. Okay, and I'm sure she's probably uh probably you know in in bed listening to this and, and stealing her resolves. Like, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Very likely. <laughs> I have a will of iron. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, anyway, the, those were from uh, those were those were from Hank. Those two questions. And uh, so now we have one here uh, from Edward, and uh, this one is for Brian. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, he asked what you think of the uh, latest screenshots that were put out of the upcoming Wonder Woman film. There's new screenshots? Uh, I'm sorry. I've been really busy <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I, I didn't even know. Do they, do they look good? They they definitely look a lot better than uh, Batman vs Superman. There's none of that Zack Snyder uh, film, uh, you know, well, washed most, out filter. We well, actually most, get, well, there's actually I can confirm there's actually color on the costume. Well, we, that, that just could be a that could just be uh, set Photoshop. Uh, yeah, well, not photo. Well, yes, there's probably Photoshop involved as well, but that could just be set photos where they just don't add the filters because they'll probably add the filters because fucking everyone loves filters in that universe. I don't know why, but. I haven't I haven't seen it. I've been so busy. Um so I apologize for wasting this question. Okay. Well, don't <laughs> worry. He's he's got a second one here, which is uh, what are some other Justice League characters that you think would would do well on film? Oh, uh, Martian Manhunter. Um Martian Man so I Captain no, Captain well, no, not say Captain Adam. Captain Adam's kind of a hard one. He's more of a Cold War kind of character. Um Blue well, Beetle, I think Blue Beetle. I would love. I guess I mentioned before a young, um, a young Bruce Campbell would have been a fantastic Ted Cord. Uh, hold on, let me go look at my bookshelf here. I got so many more. Uh, Hawkman might be all right. Uh, his backstory is a bit convoluted. Uh, Shazam, because he's he hopefully we'll have a movie. I still don't know exactly what's going on with that, but Captain Marvel's always pretty good. Uh, let's see who else do I got over here. Uh, let's see, uh, Booster Gold. That might be kind of fun. Batgirl, she well, she never goes to, wasn't technically in the Justice League. Now I'm just naming off names. I'm not even sure if this even qualifies as me answering the question. I'm literally just going through my collection of trades right now, and just naming stuff you'd like to say. Basically, okay, all right. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all the Ask the Geek questions that we uh, have time for this week, because we got a lot to talk about with uh, our discussion topic today. But as always, you can send the question, your Ask Geek questions to us through the email at drgonzo at nerdofthethirdpower.com. Uh, send your questions in. We love hearing from you, and uh, we love answering your questions and reading them off on the air. So uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get your question read on the air. And uh, same address for the random topic of the week, uh, which, what did, what did, God, what did we say next week's was going to be? Or did we it's random. It could, it could be whatever whatever the audience wants. Okay, I'll, t- I'll, 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 I'll tell you what. Strange ways you've seen people try to cheat at a game. That's our, That'll be our topic for next week. Strange strange ways you've seen people try to cheat at a game. So, um, let's see. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll tell my story first. I knew a guy who would try to load his dice. And uh, which he would he'd drill a little hole and he'd fill it with, you know, cork or something. And uh, the, supposedly it made it, it 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 messed with the weight ratio, so it would roll a certain way. Uh, and he, this wound up coming back to bite him in the ass when uh, he discovered uh, cooking dice, which is when you put the dice in the microwave for like you know a few seconds, so it kind of softens up a bit, and that also affects how it rolls. And he put 
the uh, dice that he had loaded in the microwave, not forgetting which dice it was. And uh, the air inside the hollow space inside the dice wound up heating up and expanding, and it caused the dice to explode in his microwave. So now he had to explain to his mother why there were shards of dice uh, embedded in the interior of her microwave. It's quite simple. He rolled a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This sounds like a good idea. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've got these metal dice. They'll do. Oh, God. <laughs> don't, don't ever try and put metal dice in a microwave. Please don't. No, no. Please don't. What, what about you, Tony? What's the strange way you've seen somebody try and cheat? Uh, I'm trying to think, really, because there would be like, like moments in video games where it's... The, I, I can't think of a good uh, good example now. But it's like things where it's like, you can't really get away with that. That's, that's got to be cheating. It's like, well, if the game lets me do it, it can't be cheating. And it's like, if, if, if like, you can like run up against the side of something and, and it will let you... Uh, like, we're trying to get over a wall into an area which is supposed to be blocked off. But if you run it at a particular angle, you can sort of clip through, and it's like, well, the game's let me do it. It can't be cheating. Mm-hmm. And then you then you fall out of the world, like, oh, maybe. I, yeah, know, and then it's like, cheating. okay, yeah, that, that that did kind of bite me in the ass there. Yeah, karma, bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian, what about you? Strange way you've seen somebody try and cheat at a game, tabletop or otherwise. For tabletop gaming, do not play with lawyers. Oh, had <laughs> Do not play with lawyers. I so... sense a story behind that one. <laughs> So I have a friend now. He's off doing lawyer stuff, but he went. He was in law school, and every time I played a tabletop game with him, despite the fact some of the tabletop games I play are cooperative, lawyers will argue about the rules. Now, lawyers are smart enough, they actually know the rules, but the reason they're arguing is they want to get you to shut up or move on or let them do what they want. So they'll constantly try to pick apart the rules or, oh, can you read this again? And are we sure that's what it means? Because you know the definition of they, and you want, they want you to go, well, you just, fuck it, do what you want. I don't care anymore. So now I, I have to ask, have you had an argument with one of your lawyer players about what the definition of is is? Almost. <laughs> like, well, it, almost got, it almost got to that point. <laughs> where I remember I grabbed the rule book turned like and sort of faced him like he was a child pointed and said word for word what the rule was it's like and now if you don't get it after this you're a fucking idiot cuz i've roll I've, the die <laughs> cuz i've had i i've had a player who uh when i was in a tabletop group tried to weasel out of a out of something by arguing what the definition of is was and he tried he had the Man. gm he, he looked the gm square in the eye and said Define is and like you could see the GM's brain just break. Like he went cross-eyed, like trying to figure this out. I was like, "Is it? It, it, it is. It is itself. It is its own definition." The the best the best. I'm not sure the best part. The the thing with with when I argued with him was that um I would win a lot the arguments. To which point we all sort of you know settle down and then I look up going. You're a fucking lawyer. How am I winning? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You went to school for arguing. <laughs> like, and I won. <laughs> All right. Should have been on the debate team. Cat, <laughs> what about you? A strange ways you've seen somebody try and cheat in a game? Um, I I can't say that I can remember anything. But you talking about uh, playing with lawyers? So there's a game called Super Fight. 
Oh, I don't introduce your friends to this game if they are lawyers, because all it is is arguing back and forth. That's all the game is. And uh, my friends and I have played this game. So basically you get a, um, a character or a person or something like that and an attribute, and the other person gets a character and an attribute, and then you two have to argue over who would win in a fight. And everybody else who's playing gets to be the judge and decide who would win. And you're just asserting that you would win for this reason. And, like, my friends will get some sort of magical creature. My friend got a unicorn and then tried to argue that this unicorn could do anything because magic. And, like, making the argument that the unicorn could do magic, therefore the unicorn could make anything happen. And I had Jack Bauer. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. This, this, this sounds like the geek version of Pictionary. It's a game that's just designed to end relationships. Yes, very much so, except it's it's just worse. It's just worse. There's certain friends that I can't play this game with because they will just keep arguing and arguing and arguing, even though it's, we're long past the point of caring anymore. Uh, but most of my other friends are just like, ah, I concede. Okay. <laughs> my guy, like Jack, Jack, Jack Bauer, Bauer would win. has had the worst nine days in a row. I mean, just terrorist <laughs> attacks after terrorist attacks after terrorist attacks, and he still gets the job done. Fuck your unicorn. <laughs> that's why That's why Jack Bauer won over the unicorn, but it was still really hard to convince people that Jack Bauer would win when you're fighting a magical unicorn. Okay. Uh, I, do, I, do, I do like the fact that everyone sort of accepts the, the, my headcanon that the, the series of 24 is just this guy's worst day after worst day after worst day. There's no yes. time lapse between them. None at all. <laughs> Alrighty, so that's uh, that's the random topic for next week. Strange ways you've seen somebody try and cheat in a game. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, send your stories into drgonzo at nerdofthethirdpower.com. And so with that, we're going to jump right into our discussion topic with what is probably the biggest geek news story of the year. Like, I'm calling it. There is there is nothing that is going to top uh, this this story. Uh, our discussion topic that you've heard for 2016, like unless, like fucking Leonard Nimoy and Robin Williams like rise from the grave and do like an improv act together, there's nothing that will top this, and that is Pokemon Go. It's taken the world completely by storm. It's absolutely everywhere. Uh, it's this. It's added seven plus billion dollars to Nintendo's stock value. And it's just it's 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 quite frankly the biggest thing I have seen uh in gaming since uh ever. So uh we're going to go ahead and talk about Pokemon Go and uh tell some of the 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 stories that we've had playing it and uh you know just discuss the good and the bad and uh see just like how this has uh, affected us like not just not just nerds but just like us as a as a species as a culture like like this is something that has very quickly become uh not just a nerd phenomena but just like a, a, a cultural phenomena have you guys have you guys noticed that i do i do like the fact that we're we're sort of broadening our uh view of this because it just it does like my local news had a story and had a map for hey this is probably good areas to catch pokemon and i sat there going you're my news station i get you for traffic and weather but this is really cool too i've had a similar thing with uh, with the bbc news there's like a news story which actually shows you the sort of po- the pokemon that will hatch at certain distances and it's like 
you're normally there for the horrible, depressing news and politics, and occasionally telling me that another celebrity's died this year. When did you come to get this knowledge from? Did you actually have somebody who's secretly a nerd working with you? They they they, they brought in the six year old child of the uh, of the catering guy to come in and, and educate them. Just imagine like a bunch of stuffy British journalists just standing up all while six year old Tim is going and over and this is called a rattata. It is a normal type Pokemon. I don't know what accent this is I'm trying to do, but I'm sure that Tony is getting very offended by it. Not offended, just confused. Just very, which like, where which, are which you country from, are you John? from? <laughs> no, you want to hear confusing accents. Let me Ask me sometime after the show about the time I got off a plane in England and heard a woman from Liverpool singing I'm a redneck woman and trying to do a Southern American drawl. It was the weirdest moment of my life. But we digress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, it's just, this is just absolutely everywhere. And like, I knew when we did, when the trailer was first released, that this was going to be something special. But like, I could not in my wildest dreams have begun to imagine what a phenomenon it has become. Um, so, you know, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of fortunate that we have the, the combination of people here that we do, because we've got people here who, like me, who have been into Pokemon for years, we've also got people who are, who've never been interested in, in it whatsoever, so, um, you know, Kat, you've, you've told us a bit about, uh, you, you told us earlier, uh, you know, how you, get, how and why you got into it, but, like, what's your take on this whole thing, as someone who's kind of new to the Pokemon craze? Um, I, I wouldn't say that I'm new to the craze because I've just been a quiet observer all of these years, always just a little bit on the outside, but not having any sort of emotional investment to make me care enough to take part in it. Hiding, um, hiding, hiding in the bushes like Nigel Thornberry, smashing. Yes. <laughs> Gals? Gals? Um, like... It, it's it's kind of wild um, because Pokemon, uh, from the time that I became aware of it, was always a cultural phenomenon. Um, but it was at a time where parents did not understand Pokemon. They didn't like it. Uh, people were saying that the devil was in that show or the game or the whatever. That I mean, people are still going to say that. But still, it was like at the, at the time, people were really, really, really confused by it. And now it's been around for quite a while, and parents understand what it is. Oh, it's this cartoon, it's this game. Um, we all kind of have a sense of what it is. So it's not quite as scary now. Well, it's because it's um, the people, who, it's the people who, who, who played it when they were kids are now having kids of their own. Right. Um, Which now so, makes me feel really fucking old. Yes. Well, it has been 20 up. years. Um, we just had a show so, about it. <laughs> So yeah, it it kind of just surprised me that it became so big so quickly. But um, on the other hand, I feel good that it did. I feel like people have a much better grasp of it now than they did 20 years ago, or however long that it came to America. Um, I feel better about its presence now because people are understanding it. It's like, it's everywhere um, and people are cashing in on its popularity any way that they can, and in ways that's good, and in many ways that's bad. Um, but it, overall, I think it's just really impressive, um, especially for Nintendo, who hasn't been doing so well. And then they just, you know, gave um, this other company, you know, like, hey, make us a game with this. And now suddenly their stocks are way, way up. So good for them. 
Um, and, and and when she says people are cashing in on this, we mean we don't just mean like you know like oh people are trying to sell like eggs on eBay. I mean like like full blown businesses. Uh, have become aware that they're Poke Stops. I'm not going to bother explaining what a Poke Stop is. If you're listening to his show, you know what it is. <laughs> uh, and, you know, they're offering, like, you know, half price deals if you catch a, a Pokemon in the store or if you belong to a certain team or if you put a lure on, on if you drop a lure at their location. You know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Like, this is, this is sort of the, the, the watershed moment for me. I went down into downtown Annapolis uh, a couple weeks weekends ago with a friend of mine. And uh, I don't know, you know, for those of you who aren't familiar with uh, downtown Annapolis, uh, Main Street is basically this long street. It's maybe about a quarter of a mile long. Uh, and it's it, it goes down a hill uh, towards the water where there's this sort of town square where there's like a big roundabout and there's park benches and stuff and uh, poke stops everywhere and you know me and, you know we saw a whole bunch of people you know walk around with their cell phones like you know th- this shows how oblivious we were to how big the, how big the, this got so quickly like me and a buddy and my buddy we were there we were catching Pokemon and uh, all of a sudden we heard. You know, we're down by the water, and we heard from the from the, the the upper end of Main Street this voice shout, "Oh my God, there's a Snorlax up here!" And like <laughs> fifty people around us from all ages, sizes, and and whatever, just started tearing ass up Main Street, and we're just me and and and, Chip and my buddy, we're down there at the water, and we're just like, "What the hell just happened?" Like we had no idea, like the people around us were actually playing this. So at that point, we you know we started looking up from our phones, kind of looking at the at the, at the people around us and, and and meeting and talking to them. And you know we made a lot of a lot of new friends that weekend. It's uh, it's so funny because because when we were discussing it on our show, we were talking about it coming in the future, and we didn't know really when. We kind of figured maybe this year, and then literally it was just like a week. Uh, it was like a week before it launched. Hey, by the way. It's coming out July. We're like, ooh, and then ooh. once it, it once it hit, that's that's the sound I make when I see things I'm interested in. And ooh. and and wasn't wasn't the Pokemon show actually the last one we did before we went on break for the Fourth of July? I think it was. So like in, in in between that episode and this one, now it's suddenly out, and it's like, oh shit, um, we are not ready for this at all. <laughs> but um, now now Tony, what what's the what's the rea- what, what's the reaction been like uh, over where you're at? Uh, in in a lot of places, really positive. Um, been a wide variety of weird news stories in regards to it. Uh, somebody calling up um, the police and saying that someone's stolen their Pokemon. People who've been caught under like thousands of meters underground in like tunnels, trying to track them down, uh, and have to get the, the the emergency service out to try and track them. Um, oh in in where we're based, we actually had uh, a group on Facebook come together to do sort of walks around the city uh, to. You know, meet people, make friends, and go out and catch Pokemon. Uh, I ended up designing a flag for them, making it like the night before it was due. Uh, and a lot of people turn up for it. Like the the on on the Saturday, this this Saturday just gone when the servers had crashed, um, they had actually managed to get about 151 people turning up. So I, I thought that was kind of amusing. So, but like you know, the 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 thing that really like that I find really great about this is like how it's brought it's it's bringing people together at i mean let, let's just you know we, we we have we have a rule on the show no you know no religion no politics but you know we we kind of we can't really sort of discuss this without kind of 
putting proper context surrounding this, how fortuitously timed this was, because let's just be completely honest, there's been a lot of fucked up shit going on in the world over the last several weeks. You know, you had the whole thing with the Brexit vote, you had uh, the, the, two sh- the, the two shootings uh, in, 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 in the U.S. followed by the riots and the, the, the sniper attack that followed. We had another, another cop shooting in Baton Rouge just this weekend. Just the world going completely crazy and ready to tear itself apart. And then here comes this little stupid little cell phone app that, you know, suddenly everybody is, is playing, getting into, and going out into the world and having fun, meeting new people, making connections, and... I, I, you know, I really think that there that this could not have been better timed. This release. If you're about to say, like, do you think Pokemon can save the world? If you had asked me that question before this app came out, I'd be like, no, you're silly. And now I'll, I, I will, I will fully admit, like, there's the positive. There is the, a giant positive attitude behind this app that makes me kind of go, well, you know, maybe. You know, I don't think it will. Uh, that's my cynical side, but it's like there's there's something here that we're really. Enjoy. I'm I'm taking walks in my like neighborhood. I don't take walks in my neighborhood. I mean, you know, I didn't like walking around. I didn't like you know meeting people. It's my social anxiety. I start. I have a walking route now. I have a walking route, and I see other people, and I go, "Hey, good evening," and we all you know share our phones, going, "Hey, how you doing?" Like yeah. that's amazing to me. And you, and you and you see all these stories shared about like you know psychologists saying you know oh Pokemon Go is doing wonders for people with depression and social anxiety, and I'm just I'm left speechless by it. It's, Kat, it's you've been quiet. Crazy. Why don't you add something? <laughs> I'm sorry. If you would ever stop talking, I could talk. Um, no, it, it it's really quite inspiring what people are doing and how it's helping people. Uh, I, I had a walking routine before this game came out, but now I have a, a longer walking routine that uh, I meet so many more people now. Uh, you were talking about your experience on Main Street Annapolis. Uh, we have a Main Street here um, in St. Charles, and every single night there is at least 200 people. And it's not like a big town or anything. It's just Main Street. There's a bunch of shops. And if you keep going down, there's a couple of clubs and bars and stuff. And 200 people every single night at minimum walking around uh, Main Street and the park that's nearby. Just everybody having a great time. Um, you, You know, there's a little bit of team rivalry, but it's all in good fun. Just the spirit and the energy is so phenomenal. It. Honestly, it's like being at a convention every single day. Um, if you've never been to any kind of sci-fi convention or a comic convention or an anime convention, just find the most populated area with a bunch of poke stops and go hang out with those people. That's what a convention's like when you're all getting together, having everybody has one thing in common there. Um, and you can bond with just that one thing. You can bond with anybody. Um and all of these things, your age differences, your race differences, your religion differences, all this stuff just sort of melts away because you're enjoying this thing together. And it's just incredible. There's nothing quite like that feeling of being able to connect with a total stranger because of this one thing you have in common. Um, and to be able to do that with hundreds of people every single day, it's really, it's really incredible. It's no wonder that people are, you know, 
helping their depression or, you know, there's been people talking about how um, it's helping people with all, like severe autism um, just because you, because of some stupid little pocket monsters. Um, it's It seems so trivial and so frivolous, but um, Gonzo, you're absolutely right. It couldn't have come at a better time because more and more it seems like the world is just tearing itself apart. And here's a, a huge group of millions of people who are all coming together. That's incredible. All because of the Pokemon. Well, the Pokemon TV series, there aren't very many wars going on, so it's kind of a peaceful place. So I was kind of hoping that would sort of progress into the real world through this app as well. It'd be very nice, but, you know. Well, we, we have virtual gang war now. That's what, what's going on between well, the three teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, let's talk about that a bit, because I'm, I'm seeing two schools of thought spring up about the, uh, about the teams. Uh, you know, of course, like Kat said, there's a team rivalry, but I've also seen a bunch of people coming up with ideas on like how the teams can work together to make the, 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 the Pokemon hunting experience, you know, a, a more enjoyable one, you know, for everyone who's playing. Like, uh, I don't, for those of you who follow, uh, who, are, who are, you know, members of our Facebook faithful, uh, and if you're not, why? Um, I put an image up there uh, last night that it put together on sort of my take on how, uh, you know, the, the teams could work together. You know, Team Mystic would be like, you know, the instructors and the teachers. They teach the, the, the new... You know, Pokemon hunters, like, you know, how to play the game and kind of wel- welcome them to the community. You know, Team Valor would be sort of like, you know, the the, the, the keepers of the peace. Like, you know, if, if trouble springs up, you know, they'll step in and, you know, say, okay, everybody behave and play nice. And then Team Mystic would, like, you know, you know kind of tend the Pokestops, drop the lures, then, you know, go to hospitals and drop lures uh, in hospitals so that, you know, sick kids could play. That's another thing. Like, like people are going to hospitals. And dropping lures so that sick kids can play Pokemon, or they're 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 donating the miles that they walk uh, to to charities, or you know walking walking shelter dogs, and mm. all these these ways that people are turning Pokemon Go into a way to you know help their community. It's just I, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. And I will gladly gladly take take you know virtual gang war where no one actually gets hurt or killed over the shit that actually will happen in real life like these are just fun little memes no one's actually going to do anything bad about it like that's that's fine you know it's like oh that captured a gym darn you like just wait a couple hours i gotta wait for my phone to recharge then you're in trouble like like i will gladly take that i just remind you when there was the um uh, Amazon Prime Day, and one of the things they had on sale was one of those sort of like portable batteries that you could take around to obviously plug up your phone and charge it off. So a lot of those got sold on that day sold when Pokemon out. Go came out. Like, oh I, yeah, I went, I went looking to, bu- to to buy one myself. I couldn't find a single one that was in stock. They were just gone. Yeah, so like, as soon as it got confirmed that, that it was out and you know freely available in the UK. As of the next day at work, everybody come in with battery packs and things that they purchased like the day before, <laughs> or like I just mentioned that they'd ordered them. It's like, good Christ, am I missing out? <laughs> and I, I'll bet you, like all the all the cell phone retailers, are like, what the fuck is going on? Suddenly, everybody's is in it, here buying charge packs. Is it buying charge packs, changing their contracts to unlimited data? Um, a, a bunch of the the Best Buys in my area, including my old Best Buy, put out a. Uh, 
Pokemon Go support tables. They got, you know, a table and they just put a bunch of battery packs on it and water and snacks and and all sorts of stuff that you might need when you are out poke hunting. Oh yeah, and 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 a lot of places over here are doing that too. Which, by the way, uh, if if you're going out and and poke hunting uh, this summer, for God's sake, stay hydrated. I don't know about the rest of the world, but where I'm at, it it's routinely getting above a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. So, like you know, please for God's sakes, you know, stay hydrated. You know, stay safe. You know, don't hunt yourself to a to heat stroke. Oh, and poor don't you! Top of sun lotion. Just close to a hundred degrees. I'm living on the sun, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so you should you need to stay hydrated even more. <laughs> I will say that it's it, there's this weird funny moment I had when I first started my my little like uh, walking path is because I do I do know a fact because I live in Texas and it's hot and I was like I right, I got my water I got my pack uh, my walking path takes me to my CVS I'll get some more water there and I remember like putting this all together walking out of my door locking in going all right pulled up my phone for the po- uh, for Pokemon Go and had this moment going. Am I a trainer? <laughs> <laughs> it just like clicked in my head, going, "What am I doing?" <laughs> so, but like you know, like I said it's just it's amazing how it's bringing people together. And uh, there, there, you know, we, we we mentioned the memes. The meme that to me sort of ex- exemplifies this whole thing is uh, this one. It's a screenshot from the Transformers cartoon series of uh, Optimus Prime and Galvatron shaking hands. And uh, the caption says, When you find out a manager you hate plays Pokemon Go, there will be no war today, Optimus Prime. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, one of my bosses plays it, and I'm like, what? (laughs) It's one of those things that, yes, congratulations, we are now both on the same team. That still does not mean you get that day off, I'm afraid. (laughs) It's like, but, 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 Pikachu? But we're Poke Buddies! It's like, no, (laughs) just no. But you know, of course, you know to to the to the yin must come the yang, to the cream must come the cheese, and to the dizzying high of 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 fun and enjoyment, there must always be a killjoy. And I find it, you know, I thought that this was something that they could escape unscathed, but unfortunately, there have been more than a few uh, people who have just decided that you know this is just an awful thing, and they just need to shit on it however they can. Well, I well, guns, guns. I know, I know. You, you probably want to go off on a rant, but let, let's. I want to. I want to. I want to. I don't want to mean to cut you off. But I'm going to cut you off. Assholes exist. Assholes are always going to exist, and the reason assholes exist is to try to ruin people's fun and whatever. I feel like we shouldn't even really pay too much of attention to it. If they can't have fun, why should we let them ruin our fun? Well, the thing that, that, that the thing is is like I'm not really like I don't really get angry at assholes, but the the ones I'm seeing for Pokemon Go, I'm really more confused because like you know I'm trying to to get in that headspace and, and try and figure out what about this could possibly be a bad thing, but like you know you hear you hear like you know you hear people you know radio uh, talk show hosts you know making fun of it. You, you hear uh, people you hear about businesses putting up signs like you know oh Pokemon are for paying customers only. And it's just like you know, like okay, if someone's walking through your 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 lawn and you're getting kind of tired of that because it is your property, okay, fine, that's fair. But you know, there are some people who they seem like they're 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 trying to. It's sort of like we, when Star Wars came out. There are those people who's like, oh, I've never seen any Star Wars movies. <laughs> you know, the, the I'm so hip and cool because I'm a mature adult. You know, and you're starting to see those people come back, and I'm just like, why why is this a bad thing? 
Like, what part about this, what part of this phenomena says that, you know, that this is wrong? And the nadir of the, the proceedings for me was uh, this article that was uh, sent to me. And uh, it's uh, from a, a UK newspaper. And uh, the, the basic synopsis is uh, this woman went out and played Pokemon Go, and, uh, you know, she was highly offended that guys would try and talk to her about about the game. Like, not even, like, trying to get a date or anything, just like, you know, oh, hey, there's a, there's a polywag over here. And what really broke my heart was the very last paragraph, which says, What happened to the good old days when gamers stayed firmly indoors with no need to venture outside and nerds feared social interaction? If only there was such a thing as Pokemon Go Away. And, you know, that kind of thing just breaks my heart because... You know, what kind of mindset do you have to have? What kind of, 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 of history do you have to have where you can look at all these people having fun and bonding and think that there's something freakish about that? They're you know? assholes. That's, that's, they're just assholes. Don't worry about the assholes. If, if anything, just just feel sorry for them because they can't enjoy themselves. I Seriously. do. I, I I feel pity for these people. You know, but it's just it's it's just it's a sad thing because like you know, here's something that you know has brought people together in a way that we've never seen before. And I I cannot for the life of me find anything anything bad about it. And I I'm I'm really gratified to see that it's 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 done all the good that it has. And I really hope that this isn't like a flash in the pan thing. I really hope that this is something that that stays big and stays popular for a while. I mean, if nothing else, there's going to be spurts because you know when they release the Johto Pokemon and and the and the the, the Ho Index that people are going to go fucking bug nuts again. You just know that's happening. It's basically I just, the expansions for World of Warcraft. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just hope they add a couple more potatoes to their servers because man, they go oh. down a lot. <laughs> Show, show of hands, who here has actually managed to go a straight 12 hours logged in without the servers crashing? Not I. Uh, I, I, I got no. close on Saturday, and then, then I, or it was a Saturday or Sunday, and it was like, oh, by the way, I released it to Canada. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, you know, do you know how many, do you, do you know the day, the day Canada went live and the servers went down again? You know how many people I saw sharing the Blame Canada song from South Park? <laughs> Seems that everything's gone wrong since Canada came along. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the, the service had gone down before, and it's like they realized, okay, we're going to recently in another country. It's like, do you think we should probably get a bit more service space or, you know, compensate for this? It's like, nah, I'd be fine. I, I just playing Buckaroo. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me back uh, in, in the early 2000s uh, when Penny Arcade was first getting really popular. They eventually had to impose a, a policy where they wouldn't put links to anywhere on their front page because they were so big anybody that they posted a link to everybody would go to that page and it would cause the servers to just melt that's what I imagine happening here is them with Pokemon Go is like they just flip on the servers and immediately everything just explodes this is like we basically have to put the servers in a building put a long cord away from it and then somebody with a button that turns the whole thing on because it's going to be just like that scene when the Joker uh, blew up the hospital (laughs) in Dark Knight (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh wow it's like, well, it's working. It's working. Go, 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 go. Oh, right, get the new building up. Because so, then we build spares. <laughs> so we've talked a bit. We've talked a bit about the impact of the game. It's uh, the impact of the game. Let's talk a little bit about the game itself. Like, what are some features that you really like about the game, and what are some that you're kind of iffy about? I'm getting sick of eggs. 
<laughs> and as I, I'm, I'm getting sick of the fact that I don't have enough space for eggs. You only have nine slots, which to fill up really quickly, and then after which you, you would never see another egg again until you actually get to those the damn things hatched. Pretty, pretty much. I mean, it's just I and the incubator thing. Like you have the one like infinite incubator. Then every so often they'll reward you with, oh, here's another one. Use it three times and it breaks. And uh, because you start, you're starting to see a little bit of the you know microtransactions coming into play. Oh, yeah. you need another incubator? Well, get some polka coins. Well, how do I get polka coins? Well, you give us money. We give you polka coins. I feel like I've heard this before. You already gave me the money. Yes, I know. But <laughs> well, you, I, I've been told that you can get them if you uh, if you win gym battles. Yeah, if if you can uh, if you get into a gym, uh, take it over, and then have a Pokemon standing there. I think you can have up to ten Pokemon at various gyms. Mm-hmm. Then, when you go into the shop, there's a little shield thing on the top right. You can tap, and you get rewards from it, which is going to be Stardust, which, as most people will probably know, you use to power up your Pokemon, as well as Poke Coins you can then use to purchase things from the store. I will say it's kind of interesting that despite the fa- despite the fact they have microtransactions, I have yet to use one. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm like swimming in uh in in pokeballs and potions. Uh, I still keep my second job at Domino's on Sundays, and there's a Pokestop right on the entrance at the entrance and exit of the uh the the parking lot. So whenever I went on delivery, I'd hit the Pokestop. I I must have had like some 300 pokeballs by the time my shift was over. What about you, Cat? What are some features that you really like and some that you're a little iffy on? I like everything except the fact that I cannot get Pokeballs. Um, I, I have to go way out of my way to get Pokeballs um, because I live in the Midwest. And the problem with the Midwest is you have to drive everywhere to do anything at all whatsoever. So um, the, if I really need to stock up, then I have to drive at least like 10 minutes to Main Street um, which isn't that bad, but if I just want to take a walk around my neighborhood, I can only hit one Poke Stop without having to cross a highway. Whereas so... me, being England and very cramped, cool. I don't have, unfortunately, that problem. Now, there is something cool there. They are sort of like realizing that they may not have as many Poke Stops as they wanted because they just took a lot of information from Google. Uh, since the fact that one of my Pokestops near me actually doesn't exist anymore, like the picture, like it got it got uh, demolished because it was abandoned. So they actually, if you go to their website, you can always like suggest new areas of Pokestops and gyms. So it makes it sounds like they want to at least increase those a little bit. Yeah, because as with Cat and those in England who live in really rural areas, there is like hardly any poker stops or gyms or anything out there, so it makes it very difficult for people out there to enjoy themselves with it as much. So it's it's really useful to be able to have that option of saying, yeah, make make this place a poker stop, or I'd like this place to be a gym, so I can you know actually enjoy the game some more. Okay, uh, I'm a little disappointed that they haven't introduced trading yet, um, but I know that that's coming down the pipe. Um, Seeing how the fact is that their servers explode on a very constant basis, I feel like trading is like, the, the priority of that has gone down their list. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably wait for them to release it across the globe first before they even consider bringing out trading. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Um, so uh, the, the 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 one feature that I'm a little uh, I'm a little iffy on is uh, the whole mechanic of using candies to evolve your Pokemon. Um, 
because some of the some Pokemon need an obscene number of candies in order to evolve. Like Magikarp, you need a hundred candies to yeah. in order to evolve. Now I've crunched the numbers on this uh, because I have very little to do myself in my spare time. Uh, you get three for every one that you catch, plus one more if you transfer it to the professor. So that means you get a, you can get a grand total of four candy for every Magikarp you catch, which means you need at least twenty six. To get a Gyarados. Did you say a hundred candy? A hundred yep. candy. Because it's four hundred candy. Four hundred? It's four hundred. Yes. That's the joke. Oh. Then it okay, it then it's 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 gone up since last I looked. Four hundred, yeah. Uh okay, so yeah, then you will need uh four hundred a hundred and one. And one to keep, four hundred to Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I've not seen I've seen one Magikarp. In the two weeks that I've been playing this game, uh, I've, I've managed seen to catch two. at least ten. I wouldn't say ten. Less than ten, I've managed to pick up. <laughs> so maybe it's just my area. Um, the, another one, and this is just kind of more a, a personal quibble of mine. But uh, I ran into an Abra last week, and uh, those little fuckers are just as slippery in Pokemon Go as they are in the base games. Yep, it's it's great. Do you, do you want to hear the story of how I caught a Pikachu? Yeah, go ahead. Let's hear it. This is this is a fun little. So uh, the other day, I was in uh, one of our grocery stores down here, and it was uh, I'll, I'll name it so maybe people know about. It. It's called H E B. Uh, this one's called H E B Plus. It's the biggest one in the whole state, I and mean, it's it's massive. It's like one of those almost like a super Walmart, but you know people actually want to go there. All right, no laughing. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> But it's just, it's massive. So I was in there just grocery shopping, and I happened to be in the electronics area. My phone went off, and I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's a Pikachu. So I tried to capture it. It ran away. I was like, oh, shit. You know, a couple more steps. I showed up again. I was like, oh, can I try to capture it. It ran away. A couple more steps. I did this from the electronics department to the complete other side of the store into the produce department. I had nothing in my cart. Everybody watched me in an empty cart take a couple steps and go, Oh, oh, damn it. Oh, oh, oh. Damn it. Now, was, was, it the same, was it the same Pikachu that you were chasing down? Or was it like just running and popping up somewhere else? By the time the fourth time it ran away, I didn't care anymore. <laughs> I said, I don't, I said, it's on my, it's on my Facebook page when I finally, when I took the picture of it, it's, it's hanging out in the salads. And I said, I've chased you through this entire fucking store. You You're the, coming home with me. You did the uh, you did you did the Aragorn thing. Long have I hunted you. Long have you eluded me. <laughs> then when I, I finally caught it, I was like, yeah. And there was this old lady who was behind me, just went <laughs> started clapping. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, where? And I looked around at the part of the store I was in. I was like, how the how did I get here? <laughs> and it's like one of maternity wear to so, say, well, what were you expecting? <laughs> what about you, Kat? What's the funny Pokemon Go story that you have? Um, gosh, I wish I had a really funny one. Um, I went out the other night, uh, again, to Main Street, because that's where I go. Um, and I went with uh, two of my friends whose phones are not good enough for the game, and they're both <laughs> getting ready to upgrade soon. And um, and we said, uh, you guys might be bored, but we're just going to go walk around and, and do this. And these are both of the people who came with us are big con goers. So we sort of walked around and it was really interesting to see how much they didn't even play the game and still had a great time. 
Like, my friend Cole was super excited, even though he was just sort of tagging along and telling us, oh, hey, hey, watch your step. Uh, you know, like, duh, you know, don't walk into that pole. He was just being sort of our, our caretaker. <laughs> and, um, and he had a phenomenal time. He took videos of us while we were out, of all these people who were out there having great time. Um, so it was really cool that even if you're not playing the game and you're still hanging out with people... Um, who are that you can still have a really fun time but uh, so far my favorite thing that I've seen is uh, there was a a pair of girls getting out of a car and they had a little red wagon and they were loading up cases and cases of water like three or four cases of water into this little red wagon and she was filling her she had like a, a satchel full of food like snacks like rice crispy treats and stuff and uh, she said, hey, uh, do you guys need some water? I'm giving away water to everybody who's playing Pokemon. Don't want anybody getting dehydrated. So these two girls had come the night before, apparently, and given away a shit ton of free water. And they had just a little cup there for tips. And if they got enough tips, they would come back the next day. They would spend all the tip money on more water. So it's just a, some nice girls going around, you know, just giving everybody free water so that nobody dehydrates. I thought that was incredibly nice. Okay. Tony, what about you? You got a good one? Uh, the, for me, it's uh, a combination of two things. One is like when 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 Skyblaze got into it uh, yesterday. In fact, um, just hilarious watching her. And then suddenly her phone will buzz. She'll go, "Oh, what's this?" Uh, and then expectantly, just thinking it's a Pokemon, and then it turns out it's it's a message off Facebook or it's something else. So she's like really <laughs> excited though it's Christmas, and then it's like, "Oh, oh no, it's not. It's 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 the coal at the bottom of the stocking." Um, but for me, it's been uh, I ended up catching a ghastly and uh, naming it Rick Gastly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Is he allowed? Is, is he allowed to go in the pain glove? Do we send guests to the pain glove? No, we won't send him to the pain glove. We're nice. <laughs> Yay. Uh, okay. Well, let's see. I've told one story, but I've got another one, and this one sort of happened by accident. But um, when I, I went down to to Bain Street um, again. Uh, this past Saturday, and uh, you know I'm driving through town, and uh, my my air conditioning doesn't work, so I have to have my windows down. And I'm driving through, and uh, I'm a big I'm a big metalhead, and I love video game cover bands. Uh, so I was playing some Power Glove uh, on my radio, and you know I had uh, I had you know I had I, I like to play a little loud, but you know not so loud that you know the whole car is vibrating. And as I'm sitting at the at the light on the on on the roundabout. Uh, at the at the, uh, at the top of the hill uh, that Main Street leads up to, uh, I you know I, I'm kind of not really paying attention to what's on the radio, and I forget that the album that I'm listening to has a heavy metal cover of the first Pokemon cartoon theme. You oh, know, yeah. I want to be the very best. You know, and that starts playing, and all of a sudden, like you know, a dozen people are just milling around in the on the parking lot, just stop turn to my car and start singing along so I'm like yeah what the hell give the people what they want so I crank the volume up and threw like the mini block party for like you know the duration of that song and I had like people following me and and singing along as I drove into the parking garage so that was kind of that was that, that was a neat fun little moment so yeah but uh yeah Pokemon Go it's it's just it's been a huge phenomena so uh, I guess just let's let, you know we're kind of running short on time, so let's start wrapping things up by just kind of giving our final thoughts on uh, this whole thing and and what it's done for uh, people. So, Cat, uh, why don't we start with you? Um, I think it's it's incredible. It's 
really quite amazing what it's done so far. I think it's going to do a lot of good over the next couple of months. I hope it has the lasting power to continue to do good. Um, I just wish that news outlets and the media weren't banking on it quite so much because you hear, I'm hearing, I don't know about you guys, but I'm hearing a lot of negative bullshit coming from the media about it. Um, and it doesn't discourage me from playing the game. It just makes me angry. Um, so screw those guys. But um, I really just, I hope it can last because it's really fun. Okay. Brian, final thoughts? Well, it's, I, I do want it to last. Um, and I agree, like, every so often the media outlet would say something. But like I said before, they're assholes. Just ignore them. They don't, they don't get it. They're not in the in crowd anymore. They're not the cool kids. We are the cool kids now. I know it's weird to say that. <laughs> it's a very weird to say that. <laughs> but um, it's still very early. I think, you know, we're still in the euphoria of it being new and neat and cool and Pokemon. So my hope is it does sort of last. It has a lasting effect and everything like that. Um, tell you what, this is probably the most I've ever played uh, any sort of mobile game ever. So, hey, get a score for them. <laughs> All right. Tony, what about you? Final final thoughts on Pokemon Go? I I really hope it sticks in for the long run, especially with, obviously, because they, they've got all 721 and plus now with, with the Sun and Moon coming out. Uh, obviously, they've got loads to play with on there. Uh, and my, my biggest hopes is that through the amount of people playing this game, that it will also get other people to start designing technology that will either work well with it or stop your phone from wanting to set itself on fire with how hot the goddamn battery gets when you've had it on for like five hours straight. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's he's right. He's, it's it's very true. <laughs> All right. Well, I've I've pretty much said over the course of this episode everything that I have to say about Pokemon Go. So I'll just say one more time. Like I said, I I knew that this was going to be something special when we did our Pokemon episode a few weeks ago. But I could not have, even in my wildest dreams, have imagined what we've seen happen. And it really it really warms my heart, and, you know, it, it restores a lot of faith that I, you know... It, it restores a lot of faith in people that I've lost uh, over the last couple of years. Like, you know, we, we, we've seen so much of, like, just, you know outrage and arguing and people just tearing at each other so now we're we've seen something come back come out that you know is bringing people together and and you know healing broken bonds and creating new ones and you know it it's restored a lot of faith that i had lost and uh it's it's something that i really hope uh it becomes a, a permanent fixture and that can continues to do good in our lives so, uh, yeah, so uh, that's about all the time that we have for Nerd of the Third Power this week. Uh, thank you, Tony, for uh, filling in for Skyblaze uh, this week. You're welcome. So it was a pleasure having you on the show. And uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. As always, I'm Dr. Gonzo. I'm the cat. I'm Brian Cote Mystic. <laughs> and I'm Tony. All right, we'll see you next week. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Please hunt safely. We'll see you next week. Taka, play us out.